Hello, and welcome to another episode of How Are You Holding Up? A mental health podcast by the depressed for the depressed. I'm Chris. And I'm Lindsay. And the first question I want to ask is, Lindsay, how are you holding up? I am okay. Yeah. And I can say that in the full sense of the word. I have eaten today. I had good sleep last night. I am making okay money, and I am not totally exhausted. I'm okay. Yay! How are you? I am also okay. (laughs) I, um, it has been a stressful week, uh, but last night I had a movie night, and it was celebrating St. Patrick's Day, and as a result I imbibed a little heavily, uh, but I enjoyed myself immensely. I had good company, good food. I made my own corned beef, and I was very proud of how it came out. Good. And, uh, yeah, so it kind of leads me into a, an interesting state of mind. Yes. One that I will refer to as happiness. Oh. Because, <laughs> and, and please don't take away from the fact that I have imbibed heavily and somehow found this state afterwards i'm going to basically set it up in a sense that i think the fact that i was able to relax and cut loose and just enjoy myself really was kind of a springboard that i needed and that leads us to our topic this week happiness happiness is a unique uh, episode to for us to discuss, considering that all of our episodes have been about the uh, the ramifications of depression. Yes, and um, we're happy to do it today because we've been talking to some of our wonderful listeners, and um, one had a question, and it kind of sprung this uh, inspiration of, well, what even is happiness? Why do some people lack it? Um, and the question was, when you feel like there's really no point at all in anything, and you feel like, well, might as well just die because nothing matters at all in my life. Um, then, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a hard place for us to, to really find. Um, yeah, but how to get over that, basically, yeah. was the question. Is how, when you feel that way, like, how do you move on from yeah. that? And um, what do you do to make yourself happy? And we talked about it last week a little bit in our hopelessness and, and worthlessness episode in terms yes. of finding hope and finding worth. But the, neither of those are happy. So I actually, we have a few interesting um, things that we've read about. Listen, there's probably tons of TED Talks and YouTube videos and self-help books about happiness. We are not professionals. We have not read and watched all of those things. But we've looked into a couple of theories. Mm-hmm. And um, But before we get to those, I actually want to talk to you, Chris, about something. I noticed that the last few weeks you have been kind of going down an unhappy slope. And you felt at one point we were having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And you had said, I don't remember the last time I was truly happy. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that now that you feel like you're kind of out of that state of mind? Oh, it's still there. Okay. So you, <laughs> so you feel like right now your happiness is not real? I feel like right now my happiness is temporary mm-hmm. in a sense that I had a good time. Mm-hmm. But um, is this actual happiness or is this just the result of a good time? The kind of lingering feelings of you know, enjoyment and making it a purely external source of happiness. So isn't 
So, but isn't that happiness? Is to like feel happy for a little bit, even if it's not forever. That's that's kind of one of the things that I I do actually really want to talk about is I I can't determine that myself. Mm. There is something in me that that it, it's probably just the perfectionist in me, or it's the uh, the part of me that never wants to accept that that happiness is is real. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, the big thing that comes from it is my my notion of I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. I'm still feeling enjoyment from that time, mm-hmm. but it's not going to last. So why should I dwell on it? So that's interesting because I think everything is is temporary. It doesn't make it any less real. Oh, great! But for whatever reason. I think, I, I mean, I think I'm the same way. I have a real, and I have a fear, actually, of hanging on to happiness because I know eventually I will go down into a deep, deep, unhappy hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and for both of us, we realized, and I think we've spoken about this before, is when you are depressed and you haven't been what you feel like is truly happy for a long time, you forget what it was like to mm-hmm. be happy. Um, you forget that you ever were happy. And I remember, and I think I've told you guys a story before, I was crying, I was talking to my sister, and I just felt so hopeless and so worthless and so awful and miserable and disgusted with my life and disgusted with where I was and wasn't connecting to anybody. And I said, I just don't remember being happy. Like, have I ever really been happy? I, I don't think I'm ever going to be happy. And she said, you know, you're not going to want to hear this, but yes, you've been happy and you will be happy again. And one of the things I think we all experience when we're depressed is it's hard to conjure up feelings of happiness because you're literally depressed. You do not have those chemicals in you to recreate the shadow or the ghost of the happy feeling. So looking back on a memory you can logically know was happy doesn't mean that it's going to bring you that feeling and the emotion of happiness. No, absolutely. That's, that's completely right. And I think it's what's really frustrating for a lot of people who do not suffer from depression and even those of us who do um, is what do you do when somebody has enough to eat? They have a nice home. They're surrounded by friends. They have a good job that makes them, you know, enough money that they're comfortable and they're miserable mm-hmm. and they're lonely and they're depressed and they're disconnected. What's like, what's the disconnect? And it's almost like you want to shake them and be like, you're fine. Everything's okay. <laughs> you're fine. Especially when you are the person with those situations and you see yourself in that light and you Mm -hmm. want to shake yourself and just go, the fuck is wrong with you? There's everything going for you. You can take five minutes and appreciate it, you selfish fuck. And once you've hit that point, it's, it's a little hard to come back from. Right. And it's easy for us to like sit on the podcast and be like, you know, guys, find little moments of happiness and gratitude, you know, practice talking to yourself in a happy way. <laughs> like it's when you're miserable and terrible. It's just like not, that's not going to do it. Lindsay, that's doing nothing for me. Um, I'm sitting there half the time. Like there's a good chance that when I'm giving advice uh, or I'm I'm recommending something, there's a very high probability that I need that just as much. And I'm not following my own goddamn advice. Yeah. Ever. It's Ever. not easy, especially if you have no energy. So without further ado, um, so what even is happiness? We went on to Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, let's get started real quick, guys. If you have not gone to the Wikipedia page for happiness, uh, 
There is a treasure trove of stuff on there that is just genuinely... Ridiculous? A little ridiculous. <laughs> Very funny, though, in just the context of if you're looking through this trying to be like, okay, what are the things that Wikipedia and its authors consider happiness? And there's things like happy children playing in water. There's... Pictures. These ridiculous random <laughs> pictures. Yeah. These pictures of a smiling 95-year-old man from Chile. That, uh, that's the caption. Yeah. A butcher happily slicing meat. The other caption. And then there's Tibetan Buddhist monk. This uh, page reminds me of Fifth Element when Lilu is going through pictures and learning about the language and humanity. And she's just like finding random slides. Like this is the slides. This is what happiness looks like. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you want to find out what happiness is, here you go. Yeah, it is It is everywhere. So so we um, the, the straight up definition of happiness, it really does spread far and wide. Like, because yeah. you really have to kind of figure out, like, is it just pleasant feelings? Is it just pleasant emotions? Is it just being... Feeling useful and, and yeah. peaceful? Because I think growing up in a Disney uh, childhood, we all considered happiness to be something. I don't know, like, there's an end all. At some point, you will reach happiness, and that is your life. You will be happy, because you've got the wife and the job and the house and the because kids. happily ever after. Yes. And the thing is, is that's just not realistic. So yeah. I've, I'm, I'm sure you guys have all heard this. Happiness is a state of mind. Yes. What does that mean? <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I would love to give you an answer for that. What does that even mean? Happiness is a state of mind. It's like, cool. So if I'm depressed and I literally can't have that state of mind, what is like, what do I do? <laughs> what do I do then? How do I, how do I conjure a different state of mind? It's, it's basically yeah. like saying, well, fear is a state of mind. Yes, you can uh, be in terror. Anger is a, t is a state of mind. <laughs> so, let, yeah, so let's move into, um, so, like, yeah, there's philosophy. Is it a feeling? Is it, you know? Um, Ultimately, I mean, we're going to skip over the whole idea of, of religions uh, and their definitions of happiness, because that's not really our... Here or there, yeah. That's not our, our domain at the moment, though I'm sure we will eventually have a religion episode. episode. Yeah. Uh, but starting off just... It, the first question, do you derive happiness from external sources or is it from within? And I think that it's both personally mm -hmm. because I think we're both um, heart and soul and mind. That's not both. That's three things. But um, <laughs> um, what you put into your body, like if you're only eating shit and you're not sleeping, but you have great friends and everything, you're still eventually going to kind of go into a weird slump, I think. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I, I'm i very much more of a fan that one's happiness uh, can, of course, come from, from outside sources. You, you're happy when you see someone. Yeah. You're happy when you're, you're going to a job that you like. You're happy you when you... Yeah, you're happy when you buy a thing that you've been saving up for. Yes. But <laughs> on that same thing, there are certain... Um, mental necessities, little prerequisites that in order to be truly happy, you have to get. Yeah. And you have to move on from those. So there are two um, kind of distinct... Theories. Theories, philosophies, whatever you would call them. There is, of course, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which um, if you've 
taken a psychology course. I googled it. The basis of Maslow's theory of motivation is that human beings are motivated by unsatisfied needs, and that certain lower needs need to be satisfied before higher needs can be addressed. What that ultimately <laughs> means... <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Google. Um... Is it really is kind of a uh, ultimate the ultimate goal for the hierarchy of needs is physiological yeah well, safety I mean, and security yeah 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 you 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 have your you know you have your home you have your job you have your friends you have love it's 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 that whole aspect that eventually goes to self actualization right where you feel you are your idealized self. You got, you've got a home. Takes care of the physiological. You have your, you're safe. You're safe in your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have social. You have a, a loving person in your life, or friends, or both. Uh, you have your. Uh, it says esteem, esteem, but I esteem. think esteem and self worth, honestly. Esteem and self worth. Yeah, yeah, it's the same basic concept at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you feel good about yourself, yeah. and then ultimately you are your perfect person. Now. It is a little bit of a kind of selfish position to take just because it has no influence in terms of you doing outward good to anyone but yourself. But But I I wonder if that's um, if that could be a part of one of the other parts that that pyramid like your um, esteem or social. I mean, there's a possibility of that, sure. Yeah. But in the strict sense of yeah, what it's not Maslow had written, like... yeah, he never wrote anything about like doing cool things for other people. Yeah. Which community does kind of fall in, which leads me into the second theory, one that I kind of prefer in my own mind, which is self determination theory, mm-hmm. of which a happy person has three things going for them competence, mm-hmm. autonomy, and relatedness. What these mean, ultimately, competence is your ability to do things well. Whatever you are doing, you are able to do it without fucking things up too bad. Autonomy, you are able to choose what it is you want to do. Whether you are given a certain task and the parameters are succeed in whatever way you feel like doing. You can use any method. You can do anything you want. Relatedness is your ability to work with others and your ability to be social. So when you have achieved all three of those things, you will find yourself in a very happy state of mind. And I honestly, I find myself in more and more of a mental state that if you want to be happy, the first thing that any single person ever wants or needs is almost always going to be freedom. That's what we were talking about earlier because we were discussing why there's so much depression in teenage years. And I was reading an article this morning talking about this girl who was doing so well in school. I mean, just amazing at anything she put her hand to. Her family loved her. She had friendships and hobbies. And she killed herself. Um, And everyone was shocked when they went through her... Uh, diary and it said you know she was just talking about how worthless she felt and how she wasn't worthy and she was stupid and she all these terrible terrible things Mm -hmm. and we were like what is it when you're so that because I felt the same way and I still sometimes do feel that way um I think everybody does as to a certain extent 
I believe so, yeah. Feel at some point in your life, you just feel absolute garbage. And I think one of the things is if you, as an adult, for me, what has helped is being like, I have made this life for myself. At any point, I can leave. I have, I have to physically move. If I need to have completely new friends and cut off the ones I have, you know, mm-hmm. like, you can shape your life. When you're a teenager, you can't. You really can't. You, you are your parents no, you have, in school. Yeah. You have no autonomy. You are not able to make decisions for yourself half of the time because, one, a lot of times you just don't know yet. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing and there's nothing wrong with not knowing what you're doing. It's how we learn and we yes. first step in getting good at something is sucking at something. Yes. As the great philosopher Jake the dog once said. Now, if you if you take that though in somebody who is given infinite knowledge, if you're given the resources of the internet mm-hmm. and you have to look and you have to see Everything that is possible in this world and everything available to you is nowhere near that. No. You are presented with infinite possibility with no probability. Nothing good coming your way. And it can be devastating. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of talk about, you know, you can do anything when you grow up. But we're already all growing up so quickly. And I think the other thing is, right, is so when you don't feel... When you come into a new job or you, for, you're in a class that you just aren't very good at, you don't feel like you're useful. You don't feel like you're a part of the group. You don't mm-hmm. feel like people see you for the gifts that you have and appreciate you for them. And that can be really hard. Um, every day being in a group of people that just don't really care. So mm-hmm. why why is it that we as adults stay in places that make us unhappy? Usually it's out of... Necessity? Survival. Necessity. Yeah. Whatever you, whatever we want to call it. Um, it, it it's... It, prioritizing whatever it is else going on in our life over our happiness. Yeah. Which the alternative can also be detrimental. I have a. I was reading something about our Western culture being um, basically mm. idol. Uh, oh my God! How do you say that? Idol. Idolizing. idolizing. Yeah, idolizing. <laughs> idolizing. Word salad. Idolizing happiness, and maybe instead of focusing on happiness so much, um, focusing on helping others, mm-hmm. focusing on becoming a good person. So. Don't worry about being happy. Worry about being a strong, of strong character, doing the right thing when it's hard. Um, and sometimes that means doing the right thing for yourself when it's hard. It's really a, a, an aspect of just being selfless as much as you can. Yeah. And, and that's not, you know, that's not something that America really, the U.S. of A. does not push. Like, be a good person. Be a strong person. It's like, mm-hmm. get fake stuff and make lots of money and be hot and you'll be famous and make money and be happy yeah which obviously is not true because we see celebrities going through really hard times and sometimes committing suicide so we're we're doing something wrong here yeah there is uh i mean ultimately there there has to be a point in your life where you will want to be happy you will want to stop being sad You'll want to stop being unhappy. And most of the time it is a little beyond your control to find what it is that would inspire you 
to stop being unhappy. Yeah. To be happy. Actively be happy. But there's also a moment where if you're seeking that happiness, you can be let down. You can be... If you're trying to be happy. Yeah. You if you're focused on nothing more than your own happiness over the happiness of those in your life or the happiness that, you know, you think that you can achieve, but you never will because it's too high of a goal. If you set your sights just for a minute, just like today... I'm going to be happy for five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to spend this time doing something I love or, you know, I'm going to spend this time being with people I care about or I think that's it what it is. I think it's not focusing on the happiness you'll derive from the thing, but focusing on the thing that you find solace with, peace with, uh, pleasure from, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's it. Focusing less on why am I not happy um, but it's a good place to start. Like you should definitely look at yourself. Why are you miserable right now? What do you think that you can do? Um, I'd actually love to hear from our listeners of what they do when they just can't be happy. Like, what do you do to pull yourself out of it? Because we do have a lot of listeners who are stuck in situations that they can't get out of. Yeah. Or they're, um, too young to like, you know, really make a giant move. Um, or they're in a bad relationship. Like, what can you do? If you can't fix that thing, what can you do? If you can't fix that thing, we should kind of uh, point out, if you can't fix that thing yet. Yet. Because everything is in flux and change. It won't be forever. That's a big mm-hmm. yes. thing. Yes. Your sadness will not be forever. No. And there will be such beautiful moments in your life. And I think that's something, it's hard to hold on to hope because you often... See, when you're hopeful, something kind of crash and burn, and you're like, well, that's just how it's always going to be. But that's not the, that's not the case. And I think putting out um, a hope for yourself and a wish for yourself is powerful. I think we all have the power to do good for ourselves and for others yeah. and derive happiness from it. And being happy is not the end all. Like, you can be happy and it's still not necessarily be deeply satisfied. Mm-hmm. No, you absolutely can find a, yourself in that situation, but... Yeah. So let's think of... Let's talk about a couple of things that we do mm-hmm. when we're not doing so hot. Or, like, when you when you stop and you're like, okay, so I feel absolutely awful today. I'm completely depressed and unhappy. Um, what do you do? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. I'll go first. Okay. So if I'm not doing so hot... Um, I give myself a huge break and I'm like, I need to probably accomplish, it depends on how much I have to accomplish, but let's say I don't work. Um, then I'm like, I'm just going to do a couple of the basic things. I'm going to force myself to eat something. I'm going to force myself to be hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take care of some basic needs. And then if I do like one chore, I will give myself a big treat and contact people i try to reach out to like we've talked about the core group people in your life that should be a support and um it helps sometimes for me to go back into journals and read times that i was happy or grateful or look at pictures of when um something that brings me joy is seeing like my nephew and niece Um, that can pull me out of a lot of not depression but pull me out of like a really bad state for example i'm not doing it's like you know what in the scheme of things I had 10 bad minutes last night, and that's not going to ruin my whole day today. Yeah. For me, lately, um, to be perfectly honest, 
uh, a lot of the messages that we've been sent from our listeners have been helping me pull myself out of darker head spaces where, you know, I'm part of something that is making a difference and is making people's lives better. That's a big thing at this point for me. Um, that and looking through sometimes, I mean, it doesn't work all the time, but sometimes going through memories, going yeah. through times when I have to sit there and go and actively force myself to remember that's right. I was really happy at this point in my life, or I was really happy with this person, or I was really happy in this photo. And it's difficult to do. Yeah. Because it is absolutely... It can throw you one way or the other. You could either be happy that it happened or be devastated that it's gone. And it's when you find that balance of yeah. devastation and happiness... And sometimes you just got to cry, man. Yeah. You just got to cry. Um, but I think what you said was it's a noble pursuit to help somebody else or be of service to somebody else. It helps me when somebody I'm not doing so well and my friend tells me something they're not okay with, something that's happening in their life, and I feel like I can help them in some way. So, yeah, this podcast has been awesome for us. I'm hearing from you guys. And although funny enough – I have imposter syndrome with this podcast. I feel very much sometimes like um, it's almost not real. <laughs> like we're not actually helping or we're not reaching out to people or it's it's just us yelling into a void. Mm -hmm. I, 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 uh, <laughs> I try not to let that get to me too much. I've got imposter syndrome in other places in my life. There I don't need this podcast being one of them. <laughs> but... On that note, we really can't thank you all enough. Yes, for your support. For your support, for listening, for commenting, for following us on Instagram at Hey Who Podcast. Uh, we are going to be doing another experiment. Our last experiment was the float tank, um, mm -hmm. and it was interesting. We have two parts on that if you want to take a listen. Our next experiment is going to be much shorter and more accessible. Yes. Um, it's going to be... The B12 shot. Yes. This is something that I've actually, uh, after we discussed it, I also discussed it also with my uh, with my therapist. Mm -hmm. And he said that, yeah, that is definitely a viable possibility. Uh, it affects people differently, but it could be very helpful. It could be yes. good in getting those energy levels up. So I've never seen any negative effects for it. I'm hoping for some, I'm a low energy person, mm -hmm. so I'm hoping for happy boost uh, we will see and we'll let you guys know, of course. Yep, that'll so. be over the next few weeks that we'll be looking into getting that done. So yeah. until next time, like the Facebook page. If you want to send us something directly, go ahead and email mailbag at howareyouholdingup.com. Don't forget our Reddit. Yes, we have the How Are You Holding Up subreddit. It's our How Are You Holding Up. And as always, don't, don't tell, tell us to just get over it. it.